Hello, anyone listening, and welcome to Connecting Bay Pops. Um, no, no guests this week. <laughs> well, we have had them the past two weeks, but never mind. That's fine. Yep, I'm, nice I'm still here. What? I'm still here, which is probably what makes them come for anyway. We can't really do this podcast with just the one person, can we? What you meant to say is you can't do it without me. No, but I you just do, couldn't could... bring yourself to say that. I could do it with other people who aren't you, but I couldn't do it by myself. Well, well then get someone else. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Fine. Alright, I'll just stop recording then. That's it. Yeah, That's it. Cool. Uh, actually, I do have quite a good link for today, so I will just do this last one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair enough. Alright. So, h- how have you been, Jay? I mean, I've already asked you this, but just, just for the listeners, because they care about you. Yeah, I've been pretty, yeah, I've been all right, yeah. Not a lot's been, I've been just been moving stuff down into my new uni house, but other than that, I haven't been doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Where are you? No, I haven't been up too much either, no. Just um, normal, boring, day-to-day life. Yeah. Life in lockdown. You haven't, you haven't yeah. been to a pub yet, have you? No, we tried to go to a pub yesterday, me and a friend of mine, but... Um, that didn't work out because the one pub that we tried to go to had just a, a thing written on its window just said, nah, we're shut. <laughs> you know, oh. Oh, well. we'll just go home then. Yeah. <sighs> you been to a pub yet? No, I haven't been to a pub yet, no. I was meant to go on Saturday, but then I thought, oh, that's going to be awful, so I didn't, I didn't go. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think Saturday so. might actually have been the worst, the worst time to go to a pub. Yeah, I feel like now we've not been to a pub for so long, it doesn't feel weird to not go to a pub. Yeah, definitely. It's like, I could I could go to a pub, and I would like to go to a pub, but at the same time, just stay in. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of effort with all these uh, all the social distancing stuff anyway, that's what I think. It's not going to be yeah. actually like a pub, is it? Yeah, very possibly. Anyway, on that yeah. depressing note, did you revisit any of the stuff I revisited? No. Did you revisit any of the stuff I recommended, even? Um, oh, so it's so long ago now. I can't. Yeah, it's been a while since we did the last one. So, what was yours? Oh gosh. Um, it was Narnia, Lord of the Rings, and Johnny Cash, which you probably listened to anyway, so that doesn't really count. Yeah. Um, no, no, I didn't go back and listen to any of that stuff. Or read it, or watch it, or whatever. Although I did listen to Lemonade. Oh, did you? Is it good? Well, I've talked about it. Yeah, it, it is good. I had to... Um, I don't think I was in the right mood for it, because I switched off after, like, the fourth track. Um, okay. I just, I think I just, just was in the wrong mood, and I wasn't really paying attention, but I did actively go and put it, put it on. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. You, you can get a point for that, I think. Actually, half a point since you listen to half of it. You can have half a point. Actually, since it wasn't my recommendation, you can have quarter of a point. Hmm? You can have quarter of a point. Why? Well, because A, it wasn't my recommendation, and B, you only listen to like half of it anyway, so. Well, no, it's just anyone, isn't it? If anyone all right, talks. All right, then. all right. You can have half. Because then you're, you're, then you're just devaluing other people's. Opinions by giving I mean, them, yeah. giving out less points for them. I and mean, we'd never, we'd never 
do that. We would never devalue anyone else's opinion. That's wrong. Other than Dan. And maybe each other's. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. what is your what is your film today? Now, did you revisit anything first? Um so you had Johnny Cash, you had hmm? What else did you have? Do you have Johnny Cash? Oh, Birdman and Birdman. And the book was The Hippopotamus. No, I didn't. Although I did, you know, do a bit of research into the hippopotamus and I don't know if that counts. But No, that doesn't no, that doesn't count, but what what sort of research did you do? Well, I typed it on Google and watched the trailer and read the sort of synopsis and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, that doesn't count. Half, maybe. Sure. All right, lovely. Well, we'll just we'll just scrap the half and we'll just say we're back to square one, back to nil nil. Yeah, we've so, got our, so yeah, that was pointless. Um, my film. I'll, I'll start with my film if that's okay with you. Yeah. Now you you're gonna have to get your thinking brain on today to guess my link. Um, my film is Django Unchained. Ooh, I haven't Django. seen it. Sounds really good. You haven't seen it? Oh, for goodness! Uh, I was really hoping you you'd seen it and we could well we could talk about it then properly. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen many um, Tarantino films. I've only seen Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. I think. See, the only one I haven't seen really is Reservoir Dogs. Uh, yeah, but um, Jag on Chain is basically about um, you got Jamie Fox who plays well. He, he's a he's a black person in the oh gosh, when's it set? Must be the eighteen hundreds in the eighteen hundreds, and he is um, a slave, and then he's freed or taken into the sort of patronage of Christoph Waltz, who plays this uh, sort of slave dealer, but an ethical one, very very well. And then you know they they have many adventures. They have many adventures. Yeah, they yeah yeah, and you you've got Samuel L. Jackson there, and you have got Leonardo DiCaprio as well, and it's a, it's a pretty big cast, but it's a very good film. So hmm. It's a very good, very good film. Have you have you hinted at in in that description of the film there? Have you actually hinted it at all that? why you might have picked it. Yeah, I've hinted at it very, very implicitly, but yeah, but I could talk a bit more about it if you want, so... Um, yeah, sure. There's that... Um, this always comes to mind when I think of Django Unchained, but there's that scene that everyone always talks about where Leonardo DiCaprio smashes a glass on the table yeah. and cuts his hand open and then improvises <laughs> it and smears his actual blood on another actress in the take. There's always that bit that everyone always thinks of. Um, yeah, he's, he plays a very good villain. Oh, and actually, I read something that Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio had a lot of trouble with saying the N word in um, in the movie, and it, it like really he was you know in very Leonardo DiCaprio style, he sort of went, no, I can't, I can't do this, you know, this is this is just a bit too much. And then Samuel L. Jackson took him to the side and said, sort of gave him a pep talk, and he was like, yeah, shut up, you can just say it, it's fine. <laughs> it's basically what happened. Oh, okay, that's quite interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, there you go. But there's lots of stuff. It's probably it's my second favourite Tarantino film after Inglorious Bastards, which I just think is really good. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that's that should be that's it. That's it. I don't have any nuggets of information about it really. I've only seen it twice, but I just remember it being really really enjoyable. Mm. In terms of your link, I don't think I'm 
gonna be able to get it from that one. No, possibly not. Yeah. Oh, Tarantino, massive foot fetish. Sorry? Tarantino has a massive foot fetish. Okay. That's why there's there's always in all his films, there's always a lot of feet on display. Oh, is there? Yeah, a noticeable amount. I mean, oh, once nice. you now you know it, you'll you'll see it. Oh yeah, you'll see it. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like that's sort of what. I don't know. It's weird. Not 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 many people go here. I have this thing, and now I'm going to just hint at it quite yeah. quite a lot. Um, a lot of people just go. No, I don't have a thing. Time. <laughs> Yeah, he's very he's very open about it, mm. which is interesting. But yeah, he um likes feet, which is yeah, fine. Cool. Yeah. Play. I mean, they're useful. I use my feet every day. Yeah, I use my feet a lot. Yeah, some people are like no, we're not gonna. Look. You... <laughs> we're not gonna go there. You, you don't want to go there. No, I don't want to go too much into feet and fetishes and stuff. So we'll sort of we'll move past that before anything happens there. Okay. For example, I really don't want to mention your fetish with um, sort of whips and handcuffs and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't think we should talk about that on here because that would be unprofessional. Not at all. We can talk about no. it if you want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm happy to talk about it. Well, uh, I respect your openness and honesty about it. However, I don't, I don't think this is a time and place well, I mean, for. In, ter- in terms of openness and honesty, that's not quite it. But it's. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's a lot more complex than that. We're in the realm of that. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Leather masks, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So- something just popped into my head that I'm not going to say. Was it a video you've seen? No, 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 no. Um, we're just going to move on. I'm not no, say no, it. we'll say um, it. I like it out. What's popped into your head? Hmm? What's popped into your I head? Just, it just popped into my head to say urethral play. <laughs> yeah, you, you were right not to say it and then wrong to say it. Yeah. Edit that out, please. No. Okay. So Very any much. guesses for my link? No. No guesses? Just no? I just, no, I'm not... I'm not got a clue. Alright, fair enough. Jay, over to you. So, my film is About Time. Ah, very good film. Yes. So, About Time is uh, follows Donald Gleeson's character, who on his 18th birthday is told by his dad, who's played by Bill Nye, love Bill Nye, um, that he is able to travel, time travel along his own timeline. A sort yeah. of change things along his own timeline, and that, um, and it follows his love life for for a bit, but you know it's not really about that a lot no. of the time. Um, it's much more about the father son relationship, yeah, which is also really lovely. Um, and there's also the thing of um, there's a lot of probability sort of stuff when it comes to the kids 
and 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 it ends up basically being although you have this power to time travel it's probably best just to live a normal life yeah just you know might it might be nice to go back and do these things every now and again but you know what just just do normal things yeah it, it becomes a bit unethical after a while doesn't it yeah especially with the with the sort of um the pregnancy stuff becomes quite sad yeah it's it's really it's really nicely done yeah and it and i and i like the fact that the 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 central conceit of the film that that you can time travel really is just not the important part yeah it's one of those time travel films that doesn't doesn't go into time travel at all and just goes you know this is this is how it's working here so don't ask questions we're not going to give you any explanation but that's you know that's yeah. just how it is and the and the way that the way the that his time travel works makes sense yeah speaking yeah um i just really like the the random cameos you get especially the richard e grant and richard griffiths one at the theater i just love that bit for some reason oh, yeah. they're just randomly doing a play together bit of a withnell and i reunion that's why i like it yeah that's nice mm. Mm. yeah so mm. there you go well you've done father-son relationships before as your link i did uh yes yeah with um well, maybe I've guessed it before. Yeah, with Yondu and um, Star-Lord. Oh, no, that was family, wasn't it? That was about family. Yeah, well, yeah, that was family. And the Godfather and stuff like that. That was all family. Yeah. So I'm going to steer clear of father and son family stuff, even though that could be it. Um, romances where romance isn't the... No, but they're not what work for films. Um, all right, let's just go time travel. No. Sort of close? No. Barking out the wrong tree, okay. My music choice. This is my weakest link. Alright, hands up. This is my weakest link. Um, goodbye. <laughs> A weakest link joke for you there. Um, but <laughs> I've never been so disappointed. <laughs> I actually watched The Weakest Link the other day. It's still brilliant. Fucking Anne is an absolute... She is so cutting and I love it. Um, my, my music choice is Eminem. Okay. Let's go Just... for Eminem Slim Shady EP. Let's go for that one. Interesting. Have you okay. heard? Have you? I mean, you obviously know Eminem. Have you heard much of his music? Heard bits and bits and pieces. Um, I tried to listen to music to be murdered by a while what? ago, which was released this year or maybe last year. Yeah. Very recently. Um, I tried listening to that. That's all right. I uh, yeah, I've heard a bit, bit bits and bobs, but not. I wouldn't say that I'm a, a massive fan. No, that's fair enough. I mean, the, his Slim Shady EP was the one that sort of it was back in '99. Would you believe it? And it was his first sort of one that sort of put him in the spotlight. It's got stuff like Guilty Conscience on, and um, My Name Is, Public Service Announcement, stuff like that. Looking mm. through it now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Eminem was such a big deal because there was a whole um, I'm a white rapper thing, wasn't it? That was his sort of... That was his um, 
that was his that was his shtick. Yeah, that was his shtick. Yeah, that he was he, that you know white people could rap just as well as black people, um, and then Eminem was born out of that, and he's still working today, which is pretty impressive. It's been what twenty twenty years, yeah, twenty years yeah. of music. I mean, he's done a lot. He's he's had a lot of big hits. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure most most people who listen to him can sort of like some of his music. I think it's quite accessible. Um, but yeah, that's that's my choice for today. So, oh, right, okay. So, what's the connection between Django Unchained and Slim Shady? Well, I can speak a bit more about it if you want. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, when I was looking up Eminem. Um, and this this album, um, I came across something that um, in one of the songs, he um, well Eminem's had a lot of he's had a lot of bad press recently for being homophobic and sexist and racist and all of the isms really that you shouldn't be because of his lyrics that he uses in his songs and he said he's dropped the N bomb a couple of times, um, which hasn't gone down well naturally. Um, and in one of the songs on this EP, he or LP, he sort of I can't remember what the lyrics are. I had them up somewhere, but he says something like, "All black women are um, dumb" or something like that. Is essentially the lyric. Oh, okay. So he, you know, he's a bit of a controversial character. Yeah. And it, I don't know. It's um, it's difficult to sort of. Like the, oh, I don't know. Like it's just like the whole white rapper thing. You can sort of see him being a bit of a um, bit of a white supremacist almost, can't you? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have. That's not where my brain would have gone, but I possibly. I, I don't know. I can see that. I can sort of see him being like quite. Uh, I don't know. He's a good rapper, though. I mean, if we want to go down there, he's very fast. He's got the fastest, however many words and. However short a time, um, yeah. So you know he's obviously good at what mm. he does. So I mean, Tarantino as well has often come into yeah. come to blows with, I mean, certainly the use of the N word in his films, um, mm. and a lot of Tar- Tarantino is an interesting character definitely because he's come into a lot of a sort of backlash against the way he writes scripts and you know Eminem is coming up against that as well possibly mm. that could be the link you're warm warm okay is it is it more is it more specific Towards no, no, never mind. I'll I'll wait for your book choice. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, it is quite it's quite a specific link. What's your but, choice of music today, Jay? My choice of music is Sunscreen by Baz Luhrmann. There I was... know it. I feel like I should know it. I do know it. There was vague recognition on your face. Well, first of all... You've uh, heard of Baz Luhrmann one before, haven't you? Baz Baz Luhrmann is a film director who did Romeo and Juliet. 
He does Great Gatsby and Romeo and Juliet, yeah. Yeah. One of the, um, another thing that I remembered about Sunscreen is it also is, it appears in and is referenced to In About Time, which is quite cool. Is it? Um, yeah, the, there was there was the line about um, the important things in life are the things that never actively co- crossed your worried mind, and the thing the things that blindside you on some idle Tuesday, and that sort of referenced over the whole sequence where his sister. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I thought. I thought um, it was a poem as well. It's always wear yeah. sunscreen. Hmm? Don't, f- don't forget to wear sunscreen. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it was really class of ninety nine. That was it. Um, yeah. it. we had it played to us by OC. Yeah. On our levers thing. We did. Which um, which I was very happy about because I'd heard the song, I'd heard it multiple times before, and I think it's great. Mm. Um, it's really I really like it because because um, a lot of stuff with that sort of talk about you know life advice and that sort of thing often end up sort of sounding a bit like don't worry you're amazing it will be fine it's everything's great you're great and it's not that no it's very much like you you are you're a normal person and you will make mistakes and you will look like a terrible person sometimes but that's okay because other people will too yeah (laughs) just just remember your choices are half chance but so are everyone else's Mm. that was quite good actually it's quite good. It's very. It's like it's almost like it's all about sort of you know, you know being normal and just what good advice in terms of the way to be normal. It's really nice. I really like it. Is there anything it, else on that album? I don't think so. I think it's just that song. There's a couple of other things that I've never bothered to listen to because I never thought, oh, that sounds interesting. No. Um, so, well, Bav Lerma's a director and a songmaker. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's the one credited for the song. Yeah, he is. Okay. Everyone's free to wear sunscreen. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh, I don't know what you're... I mean... Hmm... I mean, both about time and sunscreen are kind of, I guess, about, like, the fact that nobody's perfect in life is just a bit, um, well, it's, you know, it's, it's not going to be perfect, is it? And that you can't make it. Unrealistic expectations, something to do with that. I feel like I'm warm. You're warm. Is your link. Um realistic reflections of life and all of its sort of imperfections no but you're 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 definitely close Ah. i mean when you hear the book choice you'll sort of go "Mm, okay no but you're you're definitely close okay 
Right. All right. My um my book choice is To Kill a Mockingbird by Harper Lee. Ooh. Have very you... interesting. I have still you... haven't read it. I just I know. I need to go and read it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it either. Actually. Oh, the film's e- equally as um as good. Uh, Gregory Peck plays Atticus very well. I like so yeah, sorry, a bit of the plot first. So the the plot is that um it's sort of the sixties I wanna say, and you've got um this young girl and her brother Jed. I can't remember the girl's name, I can never remember the brother's name. Um and they are um young children grown up in a state of America, very hot, hot American state, very Christian state, but sort of one with its own sort of autonomy, 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 autonomy. Yeah, lots of American states run inside their own sort of. There's no one um, sort of flat law across the whole of America, which I think is slightly strange. Yeah, there's yeah. The, theirs is like one of those places, and um, in that place, um, a young girl um, accuses a black man of raping her, and Atticus, who is a lawyer, takes a case to defend the black man against such allegations, which are probably mm. false. I mean, they're almost definitely false, but because he's black, and because it's the 60s, and because it's America, um, yeah, it doesn't doesn't end well, really. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Atticus, you know, I really like Atticus. He's such a brilliant character. He's sort of one of my inspirations for for doing law because he's a lawyer and he's a he's a good one, and he sort of makes it um, sticks to his morals as well. And he's a good dad. He's a really good dad, and that's what a lot of it's about, like how to raise your children, like mm. and how to teach them about like injustice and all of this stuff. I mean, it's been criticised of late with the whole Black Lives Matter movement as being one of the white saviour movies, um, which I saw, I can sort of see, but um, I still like it a lot. Yeah. I think, yeah, the, the white saviour thing definitely, I think, probably ring, rings true. But So they're all a lot about... Oh, is it all, like, white saviour? Because... Um, Django and Chains. Django is freed by the Christoph Waltz, who's a white man. Eminem's got like that. Uh, no, that doesn't quite work. Um, I mean, I would have allowed it. Yeah, it's some. It's something to do with sort of how white white people inter- interact with sort of black lives in across and that that's you got so like that white savior thing from to kill a mockingbird and django and chain you get the the weird not well, not weird but the the white rapper thing from Eminem, it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to phrase it, but mm. something along those lines. It's, it's along those lines. I'll, um, I'll give you, I'll give you a point. 
I'll okay. give you a point. You think it, it was more? You think it was more that it's racism told by white people? So you've got Tarantino with Django Unchained. Oh, yeah. um, you've got Eminem uh, dropping the N bomb and sort of talking about black girls and stuff, which probably isn't very appropriate. And you've got um, obviously Harper Lee, a white woman, talking about racism. Mm. It's all racism from a white perspective, which is probably why it never really, it's always just a tiny bit off, as we talked about with all of those. Yeah, there's, it's sort of, it's, it's at least one step removed all, all the time. Yeah. When, when you try to talk about that subject without have, ever having fully experienced that. Yeah, but it's weird because as we were talking about it, the white saviour thing came to the front as well because in all of their, you're right, in all of their sort of, their things, there's Eminem sort of the white saviour of the rappers um, and yeah. you've got Atticus as the white saviour and you've got Christoph Waltz and Django as the white saviour as well. So there's a bit of a link now as well with sort of white people making white saviours. Yeah. I don't, I think there's there's a weird distinction but I, I never know where where the distinction is between you know white savior and doing the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think mm. I think in terms of the Atticus Finch thing, I think that if you're, do, I think the white savior thing is like if you're doing if you're, you know, being anti-racist as a white person because it is woke to be or because it's popular to be or because it's if it if it if it if you're aware of the fact that doing that stuff is helping you yeah then that's a problem i mean atticus says in the book that the reason he did it was because he wouldn't ever have been able to look his children in the eyes again or like tell them what to do or if yeah. he didn't, if he didn't take this job, so I don't know if that's. I mean, in a way, that is for him, but in a way, it's also very honest. So I don't know. It's there's a, there's a very fine line, I think. And I don't think I'm not really sure if it's for us to say no. where that where that line is. Yeah, yeah. I my instinct just just says as long as you're just. As long as you're doing it selflessly, then then that's not the saviour thing. But I wouldn't, mm. yeah, as a as a white person, it's not really my place to say. I think mm. I don't know. Yeah, there's always that thing about whether white people should be allowed to make films about racism and. That's quite a common discussion at the moment, and I I honestly don't know, because they never set out to make a film about racism that's racist in any way, or that's like their intentions are probably good, mm. um, but obviously it's not going to be the best representation, is it? Yeah. Well, I know the Tarantino thing. I've heard him talk about. The controversy he had when doing Django, because mm. they filmed, I think they filmed a lot of the stuff where the, um, where the chain gangs used to be, 
um, in in the southern states where that you, you where you would still be able to like see and feel the amount of hurt that was caused to the black community, and mm-hmm. he I know he felt very very uncomfortable about it. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, what is your book choice? My book choice is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Lovely. Great choice. Obviously. Hmm? It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very good choice, as you could yep. imagine. I think I know what it is now. But okay, no, I I don't. Don't. no, I don't. No, I don't. I can't see where the middle one fits in. Sunscreen. What does that fit in? Well, you were on the right lines before. With my sort of... I was talking about um, life. Oh, okay. And then you... Uh, okay. And with Hitchhikers, obviously, you've got the meaning of life and how it doesn't matter. You just Ooh. need to live. Interesting. Um, yeah. Sort of. Not quite. I'm not thinking about Arthur Dent. What's one of the best sentences describing Arthur Dent? No, I just I always just imagine him in his dressing gown with a cup yeah. of tea. Yeah, but one of my favourite lines about Arthur Dent is he was um, most remarkable about the fact that he was almost entirely unremarkable. Yeah. So it's something, it's something like, you know, it's just expectation versus reality it's just sort of being human flawed Mm. being a flawed character you know just being i can't describe it you go i can't do it yeah it's sort of just like being you know vaguely normal yeah and and how in all of you know that's sort of not only is that fine but it's also quite probably a bit more interesting Mm. Because in about time, other than the fact that he can travel along his own, back along his own timeline, he's just a normal bloke. He is a normal bloke. Yeah. You know, he lives a perfectly normal life. You know, uh, he just has this one thing, what is just a little gimmick that he probably doesn't need to have anyway. Yeah. And then in sunscreen, it's just all about, you know, just you know, be be you. It's fine. Mm. You don't you don't have to be particularly special in any way, and that's definitely the thing in Hitchhikers as well, because he's not particularly special in any way, shape or form. No, not and, not in the slightest. And lots of the characters that Douglas Adams likes to follow aren't particularly special. Like Ford isn't particularly mm. special either. Uh, Richard um, from um, Richard McDuff is not particularly special. No. The um, the woman from the second Dirk Gently book, not uh, Katie, special. something like that. Yeah, yeah, She's no, yeah. Not special either. They're just all sort of normal-ish people. Mm. <clears throat> they just they just happen to get involved in weird situations. Mm. I might re-listen to the radio series, actually. That'd be a nice free point for me. And a bit of enjoyment. Good links, though, I think, from both of us. Yeah, I think that was good. 
Good leakage. That's a wrap on this episode of Connecting Vague Dots. Thanks for joining us. Yes. Thank you very much for um, tuning in yeah. on your DAV radio, except not. You've got a good radio voice if you just spoke like that the whole time. On your DA, really? This is a good radio voice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh, okay. I will talk in this voice for whenever we do podcasts from now on. Oh, Thank sorry. you, anyone who made it this far. You very much appreciate it. It's a goodbye from me. Yeah, and it's a goodbye from me.